Hi everyone, welcome to Solus. Um, my name is Iona and this is my podcast where I'm bringing light to social justice issues. I have a really great episode today um, with my friend Zoitza and we, I am so thankful for Zoitza to have guided me through this episode because we're actually going to be talking about her experience with racism in Northern Ireland. Um, so Zoitza, hello, how are you? Hi, I'm, I'm alive, so that's- <laughs> No. Yeah, this the yeah this pandemic is kind of, it's kind of old now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm over it. But we're going back to school soon, so that's good. I mean, everyone's back at school. I'm going back, to, back school to school soon. I'm not for another two weeks or well, three weeks. Yeah, I'm going back to school after Easter, which is exciting and scary at the same time. But oh, nice. we we move. But anyway, <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Like maybe three fun facts. Um. Well. I am Chinese. I um, do my A-levels at Tech and um, I can't think of anything else because I'm kind of boring, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's literally like so hard to think of things, like especially in like interviews or whatever, when they're like, tell oh, us about good. yourself, you're like... Suddenly I have no personality, but yeah. <laughs> um, so then obviously I ask this question at the start of every podcast, but um, the name of the podcast is Solace, so which means light in Irish. So what is something that has brought light into your life during lockdown? Um, I just have loved to be able to sleep. <laughs> like, I mean, I have never slept this much in my life, I don't think. Like, I slept for like three days straight the other week, which I think that's an issue that I needed to work through in therapy. But, you know, <laughs> it's fine. We move. No, no, because it's like, we definitely taking time to relax, I think, more. Like, yeah. I think if people have taken two different routes, it's either like be more productive or relax more. And I'm sort of in the middle, but I back the relax route and I wish I'd taken it. I'm definitely just not doing anything and sleeping a lot. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm catching up on much needed sleep. Yes, so. that you're not gonna have when we go back to school. So I'll it. <laughs> <laughs> um so we should probably stop being silly because this is actually a serious serious topic but um we're going to be talking about your experience with racism in Northern Ireland um was there a defining moment in your life where you felt like you were different being in a majority white country because Northern Ireland is 98% white and 88% of the white people were born here so was there a defining moment when you felt you were different um so I think that like I think in the first church I went to in like the kids club or whatever it's called um I kind of like I was kind of isolated there I think I didn't have that many friends like I think that like everyone there was white you know and it was kind of just me you know Mm. (laughs) there was everyone else and it was kind of me and then there was this new girl called Anya she is white but she looked like more Asian than me Uh, yeah no no I love Anya so much she's like I love her but uh, she looked more Asian than I was back then. And we kind of like stuck together, you know, and people were so mean to us. Mm-hmm. Like these little kids were brutal. Um, and then in the end, like, you know, I kind of realized that, oh, they're just targeting us and we look the same. Maybe we're different. Obviously I didn't fully grasp why at that point, but then I guess going to primary school kind of, you know, I got the gist. Yeah, but, yeah, that kind of brings me on to the next question, which is, were you treated differently at primary school? And if so, can you give me an example of that? Um, definitely. I mean, you know, the classic, the whole pulling back your eyes thing 
and then you got the Chinese Japanese dirtiness thing which was like obviously not fun at all like you know kids would just come up to me and start yelling at me and doing the face you know and like I didn't understand and then you know my mom had to teach me what discrimination meant like in p3 which like I don't think my kids should have to know what racism is like you know at such a young age you know um but you know I dealt with it you know we I guess because my primary school was majority white as well there was some other Asian kids but they were more like South Asian I guess and there was more of them and I was kind of like one of the only East Asian ones I suppose um so I always got the comments about like dog like eating dogs and like oh like you know I don't know just all the stereotypes are kind of pushed on to me I guess in primary school um yeah and then like children like obviously their opinions and things change as they got older so was there anything different about secondary school um I mean this is probably kind of shocking because people mostly like think that oh like the older teens would be like worse you know they'd be more racist and stuff but I think I, the school I went to I mean I like I left last year but like the school I, I went to before um was in all girls and it was like you know the school is like I've, I'd say like 98% white you know there's like I think like 700 800 pupils and there's like you know seven people of color yeah <laughs> you know but like surprisingly enough like people weren't as blunt about it with me they were more like you know behind your back or like um offhand comments like small microaggressions you know although there was like one one girl who would like make like direct blunt comments but like I think that was just her personality but like obviously that's not excusing what she said you know but she was like a really blunt person and she would like often say stuff that is like really problematic and you shouldn't say so like but like I couldn't call her out on it because that's the issue like if you ever call someone out on racism especially if you're Asian people will just say it's just a joke you're being a snowflake you need to calm down like you're getting so aggressive and it's just a joke so calm down when like you know after a while you know I'm gonna get annoyed because obviously after hearing the same stereotypes the same awful jokes over and over again all my life it's gonna get annoying you know yeah and like I'm interested in were there times when teachers give microaggressions to you in primary or secondary school or like was there examples of like positive discrimination you might have experienced yeah so um I think in primary school it was more primary school where you know you get the classic like people would expect more from me because I was Asian um and obviously I mean that it did have an effect on me I'm like a burnout kid now because I literally can't do anything (laughs) anymore because I put I've literally put my all into primary school which it sounds so stupid but back then it felt like such a big deal because everyone was expecting so high of me you know Mm -hmm. and then going into like secondary school I think that the stereotypes were still there but like I feel like I just let everyone down in first year because I did so like I just didn't do very well at all you know and I think that I, I, I had really bad self-esteem because I was like everyone's gonna like you know because I was so used to putting so much pressure on myself but um yeah I think that the positive stereotypes I I don't I, I really hate them because people think that it's like a good thing like oh it's not racist I'm saying it's it's a good thing to be smart but it does put so much pressure on us because yeah. like even my friends like and I do need to call them on it more but like even if they're just joking around you know they'll say like oh you're such a bad Asian for getting this you know and it's like small stuff like that where I'm like mm, it just rubs me the wrong it just rubs me the wrong right the, the wrong way you know um but yeah yeah and it's like they're called positive discrimination and yet it's really not positive because 
it's it's discrimination it doesn't have um, a neg- it doesn't have a positive effect on us you know yeah because you can't push a stereotype onto someone like you can't put people into a box exactly like, yeah. everyone is different um and then do you think that northern ireland is welcoming to people from the asian community i think overall not really like i wouldn't say they're not welcoming i'd say that they aren't they just don't understand what they can like what they shouldn't shouldn't say obviously not every single old white person you know but like a lot of them do see us like whether they realize it or not as a subspecies like they'll talk about it as like we're animals <laughs> if that makes sense like people will be like oh the we all the wee Chinese lady in the street did this and this and this. It's like, I don't see the, the point in specifying, like, why you specify the race and then be, like, shocked that she, like, accomplished something, you know? <laughs> um, and, like, I don't know. I just feel like they don't really take us seriously, and like, ever. Mm-hmm. Especially if there's, like, a language barrier or an accent involved. If there's yeah. an accent, no one's going to take you seriously. And I've witnessed this first time with my mom because my mom has an accent, you know? Mm-hmm. She wasn't born here. She was, she was like, she lived in Hong Kong all her life, you know, but she literally learned an entire language. So it's like, I don't see how you can see someone is less than you, yeah. more than you. Like, I like, truly don't understand. Learning a language, and specifically like Cantonese, is it not Cantonese that your mom speaks? It's a different like alphabet. Like it's it's not even no, it's like complete different. Like it's just completely different. It's like the it's opposite. Like two of the hardest languages are like Mandarin, Cantonese and like English. Or like yeah. so like having those two languages is like amazing on I know. It's the people will make fun of people for having yeah. an accent. Like maybe and people will mock her for it and no one like people don't take her seriously. And I don't I don't know if like she's aware of it sometimes, but like I, I can see it, you know. Like when we're at the shops and stuff, people don't take her seriously. People like, you know, there's always that like weird, like they have like a look of like, I don't know. I can't explain it. It's just like I I don't like it and it just doesn't sit right with me at all you know to see someone as like less than yeah just because they maybe aren't speaking perfect 100% English you know I just think it's it's really sad that people have to do like have to treat other people like that you know yeah and do you think that the younger generations are like gonna make a difference I mean see I typically I'd say yes but I've like from over the last couple months you know like these younger kids are like being so racist like so racist and it might be from their parents you know you never know like what their parents are like but like I know half of the parents and they aren't like that bad you know I don't know where they get it from but like there's like these preteens like in my area like who are always like they're so quick to say a slur they're so quick to call me like a chink which you know they can't say it's a slur you know you can't say that um and it's just I don't I just yeah the younger generation I don't know see but like to be fair if you go on social media like on any social media platform really you'll see like the good you know the good teenagers yeah actually like posting trying to be activists and trying to like actively end racism you know which I really appreciate you know definitely like it's good to acknowledge it but also like it's not enough just a small amount of people like it needs to be everyone like speaking up um and then due to the coronavirus pandemic like there has been an increase in racist attacks against asian people so like what do you yeah. think about this i mean i'm angry like yeah. you know i i am i am really angry about it and you know people can sometimes tell me to like people try to like you know like be condescending and say oh calm down like 
it's not a big deal like but it is and I think I have we have every right to be angry about this I think Asians have every right to be mad about this because like we're getting murdered and specifically targeted like and the police are excusing it you know like as like the, the latest one I think it was this guy like he went I, I, I don't know the specifics but he like he it was like mass it was like a lot of people he killed it was like was it like eight I think it was like yeah, around eight, was eight people eight, like Asians who were murdered you know and the police just went and said oh he was just having a bad day like I truly like, I do not understand how like how the how you could think that like how, how do you excuse such disgusting and like just awful behavior like it was murder it was it was like and the police are saying it's it was just it was just having a bad day you know and I feel like it is an important thing to discuss like the police especially especially in this past couple of years you know like we've seen it with the Black Lives Matter protests like especially like in the like I'm like not talking about the American ones because that's a whole different topic that I I'm not educated enough to speak on you know um but even like like we all know what's going on in America like the police there are awful but even in Belfast like um you know at the protests that were like you know there was like everyone's social distancing and stuff but like only the like people of color were getting fines you know and it's just I I I think the police have really let us down like mine all minorities really like even women with this whole Sarah Everard thing like they have really let us down and obviously it's not every single individual police like person who is a police like policeman or anything but like the system as a whole is racist you know yeah and especially nowadays like during these times where racism is an all time is at an all-time high well you know you know what I mean right it's not an all-time high. like it was worse than no, the past, you know what I mean? definitely I think people are definitely noticing a lot more a lot more yeah um, because like, of the coronavirus yeah like racism was obviously a lot worse in the past but like as of now like racist attacks I mean have gone up quite a lot and I think that the like the police have really let us down I think um because, yeah yeah like can you give some sort of examples about the attacks like because of the coronavirus because I think people don't like I think people are noticing it but don't recognize what is an attack and what's a joke if you know what I yeah. mean um, so well for I, I don't know any specific statistics at the moment, like, because I don't know them off the top of my head. But, mm-hmm. like, there, I mean, if you're on social media at all or see the news, I don't even know if it's on the news, but, like, there have been, like, so many different, like, racist attacks. Like, there's loads of videos online, you know, of, like, we old, like, Chinese, like, we old Asian grannies and stuff getting shoved. And, like, well, there was one who got shoved into a lake. Yeah, I saw that video. Like, it was shocking. It's awful. And it's, like, teenagers doing it, which... Oh, you know older teenage guys I don't know but like it's awful and they're getting burned they're getting stabbed shot attacked you know it really just isn't it I just it's awful and I'm really angry about it you know because like, people are still be. just acting like people are acting still acting like it's just one big joke and if I ever say anything to anyone like if someone makes a racist comment like a small racist comment you know I'm, I'm going to call them out on it and I'm not going to like sugarcoat it and say oh like oh can you please not say that I'm going to say can you not say that like don't and I'll explain to them why but you know and don't tell me to calm down because I like because it, it's so annoying like you can't make a racist you can't make racist comments like that like especially now when like people who look like me and people who are the same race as me are getting like brutally attacked and targeted because of their race you know yeah. it's like it's a scary time for us like I'm scared to leave the house sometimes 
you know i've been threatened before you know it's 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 not great and i don't want to sort of bring this down from this but we will get into some of your experiences and things like that but what do you think about the representation of asian people in the media and like the stereotypes that are put on you because i think that might be a big part of why people are targeting asian people is because of just the bad representation in the media so what do you think about that it's so awful it really is like obviously it's gotten a bit better we've got like to all the boys i've loved before which is like you know it's like a main the the main character is asian you know um but like that's literally it that's all i can think of you know Mm -hmm. when it comes to asian representation that's good because everything else is so racist it's so stereotyped it's just awful like an example of this would be in 16 candles there's a really racist asian character in it that's like um i think it's meant to like i don't know i don't even know what what like it was we were used as comic relief you know we're either used as comic relief or just we're like some side character that's like the nerd you know mm-hmm. to feed into the whole asians are smart character like stereotype like cho chan you know yeah. which is like so racist <laughs> like okay. do i need to say more i just have to say the name cho chan you know it's racist like that's two surnames that's which is like the smart house which is like it's so annoying but like we're either we're put into four boxes i think um as far as asian like representation goes we're put into dragon lady stereotype which came around when yellow peril was a big thing in america mm-hmm. it was a propaganda against asians and stuff and they tried to villainize asian women and make them out to be these like villainous mysterious like sexual like beings and stuff which i well, it's just it really disgusts me we're still we're either seen as the dragon lady or like the innocent skullgirl you know which it's just like fetishizing us infantilizing us and just fetishizing children and just childish behaviors which i disgusting you know yeah that's never okay and then apart from those two we're also put into the nerd category you know the side character that kind of just gets brushed over it we're comic relief which is like like discriminating against people who are fresh off the boat I think you know Mm -hmm. like could you talk a little bit more about that because I think like we were talking earlier and like I haven't really heard of that before like could you explain it a bit more the fresh off the boat sort of thing so basically someone who's fresh off the boat is like someone who's like newly like someone who has like recently immigrated like someone who's like you know like fresh off the boat I don't know yeah (laughs) you know what I mean um it's someone stereotypically who has a very thick accent um and isn't like you know they have their they haven't like acclimated to the culture yeah they haven't like gotten the white culture yet like they still have their yeah yeah own culture they're still they're, they're carrying their own culture over which is like you know i think that's perfectly fine but obviously it's a the beautiful people, thing i think yeah there's like the whole stereotype but like i feel like um especially like white directors and stuff always take advantage of the whole fresh off the boat stereotype and like it's okay to have a car it's like it, there's nothing wrong with having a character who is like a new immigrant you know that's great you know good for you cool but whenever you're like using that to like justify being racist by like over pushing stereotypes putting on like this really like thick thick accent that's used like which is just there to mock them and if you're using them for comedy relief you know it's just not okay and that happens a lot like like I mentioned like in 16 Candles you know that's what the character really is Mm -hmm. and like I don't want to speak on your behalf but I think um and correct me if I'm wrong but like I think that the media 
having all of these stereotypes and things like that is why people have these expectations of Asian people to be like the stereotypes when yeah no definitely all, if, that's, if like, that's all you're saying about Asian people well your whole life growing up if that's all you're saying about Asian people you're gonna think that that's what they're like you know mm-hmm. and it's not okay <laughs> and like I um, think that's an issue that really needs to be changed like it's a big issue and it's actually causing people to to attack Asian people and to expect them to be like the stereotypes which are harmful and negative when and like, they're not yeah. but like another thing I want to kind of touch on is cultural appropriation yeah which I think is important to discuss because while people are out here making a mockery of Asian people I'm like just you know not like not being great at all but you know mm. um those same white girls who are mocking Asians and calling them all sorts of slurs are the same ones who are appropriating and fetishizing traditional Asian clothing you know and like I don't know if you've seen those dresses on Shein like the I've I've seen them which have been they have big cutouts on like you know the chest area and like up the leg you know it's just it's disgusting because that is traditional clothing you can't fetishize it and make it like however you want mm-hmm. so that you can feel hot or whatever you know like that, you can't do that and then go around and be racist you know it's not fair um and even if you, you aren't being racist I still think that it's not okay you know that's fetishizing Asian culture yeah um, and like not just the clothing but there's like the makeup trends and things like that I, yeah yeah the fox eye trend so I think that right this is my personal take and obviously I can't speak on behalf of all Asians but on my personal take on this is that I think that doing the makeup, the fox eye trend, you know what? It's fine. It looks good. You know, everyone wants to look good. And I think that it looks good. As long as you're not doing the whole pulling your eye back thing, um, that yeah. just leaves, that just doesn't sit okay. That doesn't sit right with me at all. And as long as you're not like trying to make your eye look Asian, like if that's not your goal, go ahead and do the fox eye trend, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. I've seen those videos of people tipping their eyes down to try and get a monolid. And that really, really irritates me because my whole childhood, I hated my eyelids. I hated them so much, you know? And even nowadays, I still, I have eyelid tape, not like right now, I have got eyelid tape on. Yeah. You know? Because, you know, when I was younger, I met, I like messed with my eyes and I tried to fix, fix them, quotations, you know? Um, but so now I have to keep wearing them or else my eyelids are just going to be really uneven for the rest of my life. Um, but like after dealing with that for so many years, it really, it really, really annoys me to see like the same people who are putting meat on or trying to, you know, appropriate that. Definitely. Of, you know, it's not like it's not cultural. It's like it's a facial feature, but still, you know what I mean? No, definitely. Like it's it's wrong and it shouldn't happen. I think yeah. it's hypocritical. Like it's so hypocritical to uh, like um, go out and be racist and yet enjoy the culture of the I love Asian culture. That's perfectly fine. But do your research on the history you know yeah like could you sort of give an example of like what is appreciation and what's appropriation so people know because I think people I know I think a lot of people definitely want to appreciate the culture without appropriating it so like could you like give a little example so appreciating Asian culture would be like you see a tra- like just an example like you see a traditional Japanese garment like a kimono um you see that and you really you think it's beautiful and you do your research on it you research the history behind kimonos you research Japanese history do all that stuff and you want to wear it for like a special a special like tradition like if you're going to like a friend's traditional event you know that you know everyone's wearing gonna be wearing it and you want to wear it you know that's fine that's appreciation because you're appreciating the beauty of it and the history behind it 
but if it's a Halloween, if you're wearing, if you're buying like a cheap garment for a Halloween costume, that's appropriation because that's like one that's acting as if they're like some weird different creature yeah person um and it's it's it just makes a mockery of it really um yeah Mm -hmm. and if you're trying to like claim you're asian and you're really not i think that's just another whole thing that's just messed up Uh, because i see a lot of i see a lot of little white girls now who are like all over social media who are trying to pretend that they're asian now because of like k-pop and stuff and it just i don't understand that at all but yeah um and then I really wanted to get into sort of what have been your most difficult experiences with like attacks and things like that because I know uh, you talked to me about them before. Yeah so uh, I think last January I think it was January February I got spat on in Ballyhackenworth. Someone spat out their window and yeah that wasn't very fun. Yeah. <laughs> um and obviously this is when corona was starting so obviously like that freaked me out a lot because how are you going to spit on someone during a pandemic and then blame them for the pandemic what? yeah that's yeah <laughs> um and obviously like over the past few weeks I think um I went to the I've been going on walks and stuff to, like keep my sanity I can't stay in the house all the time you know mm-hmm. so trying to go out on walks and stuff um and every time I go to the park or just anywhere really I'll get called a slur at least once you know someone's gonna call me a chink or someone's gonna you know threaten me someone kid threatened to throw a glass bottle at me and my friend Naomi um like that's just and she tried to go after him you know because she you know she sticks up for me like that she's white by the way in case no one knows Naomi she's a deer I love her um, <laughs> we love Naomi love Naomi Naomi writes please but she's <laughs> um, she's very white so um but she like tried to go after them you know but obviously if I'm alone I can't really do anything you know because I don't want it like um provoke them anymore to actually physically attack me so there's nothing I can really do unless I'm with a whole bunch of people it's just really annoying um I feel very powerless at the moment like I've gotten death threats on the internet you know it's it's not a fun time to be Asian yeah definitely not and like I I think if people take anything from this episode it's that you were able to think of like a few different options off the top of your head the and that, yeah no attacks I, it's like you weren't like oh this big one happened like all of those happened and they were all big and yet you sort I'm of like, it, yeah. like they're not big when they're really big yeah. um, I think it's because I feel like a lot of us do that because like I feel like people of color um obviously only speaking for the Asian experience I can't speak for other races but I think for people like Asian Asians especially I think we kind of just downplay the stuff that happens to us because it happens so often it doesn't feel like a big deal anymore whereas if it happened to someone who was white they'd be like oh my word what like this is like this is such a big like oh my word like traumatized or whatever but like we're like we kind of just deal with it now because we're so used to it and we shouldn't be we shouldn't have to be used to this people of color should not have to be used to getting discriminated against we shouldn't have to downplay it we shouldn't have to it shouldn't be normalized it should not be normalized definitely not like all of those things are big issues getting getting someone threatening to throw a glass bottle like why why am I why is that not a big deal to me it should be and it is I know it is it's just that you know it happens so often so often yeah Yeah. and then I think like people would love to know sort of how to help I'm hoping people are taking that from this episode so what advice would you give to people to not treat you differently but also people who want to help 
and racism which I know it's a big issue and individuals aren't going to do that but if they want to help the cause um yeah I think um listen to your friend like listen to your Asian friends if they're calling you out on something don't get defensive you know um we just want to educate <laughs> we're just trying to educate y'all we're not trying to call you out or come for your throats you know we're just trying to educate you so you don't say the same thing again and you know just be receptive to what we're saying um and do your research definitely do your yeah. research because uh, again we we aren't like robots we don't like know everything off the top of our heads so we're not going to know everything um and obviously we can't speak for everyone we're just speaking for ourselves if you ask us personally you know so I do think you need to do your own research on like, the internet and stuff and another thing is like um like hold your friends accountable if one of your friends is saying something really racist and it's like they're trying to say it's a joke call them out you don't need to be Asian to call someone out on their Asian on their like racism against Asians or just any race really if they're making a, race, a racist joke call them out you know yeah you can be call someone out you know um I think if, that is a big step as well. Seeing white people call it out is like yeah. makes if you're it being compliant, you're part of the problem, you know. Yeah. So call your friend, call your friends out, call anyone who's being racist out. Um, and if you're seeing someone who's Asian, and people are like, like literally harassing them in the street, please say something. Please do because I can't stress how many times where I've been like harassed and everyone's just walking past and not saying anything, and I'm like silently praying for someone to like intervene and no one does so please do step in um we would really appreciate it you know and it's a big step but worth it like it's that's another yeah. human being being attacked like for literally existing <laughs> yeah it's oh, it's so wrong but yeah. thank you so much for being on the podcast today like I really appreciate it I know this is such a hard topic to talk about and I'm so thankful for you navigating me through it because I couldn't have done this on my own. It just wouldn't have yeah, been no, right for me to do it on my own. And I wouldn't have known enough on my own. But thank you so much. Um, this has been such an informative episode. And I really hope people are inspired. Not just inspired and like, oh, wow, I'm going to go out way. But like, I hope people are shocked. Like, I really hope people are yeah. shocked. And I hope, actually, I hope people actually do something. Like, take yeah. my advice. <laughs> literally like don't just listen to the podcast and go away and be like wow what an inspirational girl like anyway it's gonna go call someone a slur like please yeah. don't <laughs> no like please 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 use the advice taken like today and go out and actually do something and make a difference like yeah. that's the whole aim of this is to inspire people to go out and make a difference and I hope it's really and just yeah I really hope you're all inspired like I'm sitting here inspired already um but thank you so much for listening and I will see you. Me saying of course is if I'm listening. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're listening. Well, you're probably listening. I'm listening. Right now. Yeah. So if she's listening to the podcast in the future. Yeah, I'm listening back to you right now. Hey Zotza. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm probably listening to it too. Hey. <laughs> anyway, see y'all in the next episode. Bye.